And hello to our warriors listening tonight. It is Talkers War, fresh, hot, new episode with your host, Alpha Z. Thank you for joining us tonight and my co-hosts for this lovely episode. First up, we have Virginia's finest, the... mm, No, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that because that would be stealing. I almost said the franchise. Uh, I almost called you Shane Douglas's nickname. I don't. I don't know why I said that. Let me restart that. My co-hosts for tonight. Uh, first up is Virginia's finest, the elite of the elite, Mister Goatee. This is Switchblader. How you doing, man? Good, man. Just got home. Oh, that's cool. Just doing your thing. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's about all we can do, really. And uh, next up is the general of the Underworld Army, Ohio's most wanted, Mr. Gritty. This is Hades. How's it going, man? I'm doing all right. I'm actually in Ohio right now, sadly. Oh, Oh, really? What are you doing down there? Uh, Visiting with family. Had to do Christmas at my dad's. Oh, okay. Well, glad you're doing good, brother. How are you guys uh, feeling about 2021 so far? I'm ready for round two. All right. All right. And, uh, yeah. If zombies don't show up, I'm going to be severely disappointed. Oh, real? Yep. Uh, well, Switchblader, how are you feeling? 2021 working out so far? Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, I got to see the new Wonder Woman. I got that just on New Year's, oh, pretty cool. much. That's cool. I heard that was a pretty good movie. Yeah, I mean, it was. It just, it was, like, right close to the ending, like, 30 minutes before the movie was over. It just, it it finished me right there, and I fell asleep. Oh, <laughs> yeah, some movies are too long like that. Um, you ever heard of uh, Killing Them Softly with Brad Pitt? Yeah, I, yeah, I fell, I fell asleep through that movie, too. I fell asleep, like, 45 minutes in. It was, it was... I don't think I've ever actually finished that movie. It, it's so boring. Like, it it looks so cool because Brad Pitt and James Gandolfini and, like, like just, it's it looks like the perfect mafia movie on the outside, but then... You sit down, you watch it for like 30 minutes, 45 minutes in, and I, I was just out. I, that was the three count, man. It was it was awful. It was. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the uh, topic about movies. Man, we should talk about movies more. Uh, get a topic. Yeah, maybe, maybe. We have yet to decide a second topic, so maybe we'll talk about that. Maybe. All right. All right. So, uh, welcome everybody. Talk is war. Uh, you know, it's us doing our thing. And, um, well, we got a special episode in store for you guys today. Um, we have a special watch along that is going to be towards the end of the episode. We are going to be watching the New Day versus the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team Champions in a street fight. This is going to be exciting to watch. I absolutely love tag team competition, especially when it's the Usos and the New Day because their chemistry is just unbelievable. Well, um, 
you guys have anything to say about the watch along before we get started here? Um, I'm amazed you were able to find it. Oh yeah, yeah, they 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 have some up on YouTube, but I literally typed it in. The first three things that came up was the rat battle, the Hell in a Cell match, and the street fight. Yeah, it should be the street fight. I was thinking about the Hell in a Cell one, but uh, we all voted for the street fight, so. We'll just do that one. But the Hell in a Cell one is pretty good, too, from what I've heard. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and get started with some fan mail of today. And yes, uh, the watch along is uh, the, the video that we're watching is on YouTube. So it is easily accessible for all of you that do not have the network. So you're welcome. And uh, we're also going to be doing... Uh, you know, the, that fresh new segment that we have, Few Moments of Shame. We'll get to that after fan mail, of course. And if you guys want to send in some fan mail, tiwbaybay at gmail.com. And any of you guys want to go first? I'll go ahead and read mine. Okay, go right ahead. Jason from Evansville's, Evansville, Indiana sends, I can understand the hatred, Dark One, but can you say that there can you say there's at least one match that CM Punk was in that you thoroughly enjoyed? There's got to be one, at least one. Okay, J- Jason, here's where you fucked up. Here's where you fucked up the wording of this question, pal. Oh my! Because my favorite match that CM Punk was in when under was when Undertaker royally destroyed him at WrestleMania. <laughs> Of course it is. Oh, my God. And I'm guessing it made you hate him even more because, like, like I remember whenever Paul Bearer, like, died and then, like, when they were having the big tribute and they played the video package and all that, and then CM Punk came out and, like, just acted as if nothing happened and he was just, nah, screw it and all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I know that, that had to be kayfabe, but, you know. Still. Like, if you want me to say something nice about him, you have to word the question properly. <laughs> so, so do you do you enjoy watching him in matches? But is it only to where he gets his ass whipped? There has been one match that he's won that I actually enjoyed, and that was when he got Money in the Bank. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, was it um? Was it, uh, hang on, that was at WrestleMania. There was, he did it, like, uh, consecutively, didn't he? Yeah, he won. He did it twice, but the second one, I think he kind of cheated, so I'm going to say the first one. Oh, uh, WrestleMania 24. Yeah. yeah I love that. 20, 24 Money in the Bank is honestly the only time I have enjoyed CM Punk win. That was, that was a pretty good match, and you had a lot of, not just CM Punk, you had a lot of others in that match that just made it pop, really. You had, um, let me see here, MVP, Shelton Benjamin, who's pretty much the king of uh, any ladder match you put him in. Man, who else was in that match? He, um, shit, I'm trying to remember. Uh, Switchblade? There were, a lot, there were a lot of NXT come-ups in that match. Yeah, um, wasn't John Morrison in that one? Yes. Morrison was in 25, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure he was in 24, too, but um, 
And I remember Matt Hardy came out at the end because he attacked um, MVP. Carlito was in it. I didn't miss him. Um, I can't remember who else was in it. Oh, well. Um, good picks. Good picks. And uh, let's see. You have anything else to say, Hades? Uh, I can hate on CM Punk all day. What do you want to know? <laughs> Just wanted to know if you wanted to say anything else about that piece of fan mail or anything. Uh, thanks, Jason. Listen, guys, if you want to hear me say anything nice, you're going to have to word your questions a lot better. All right. And uh, Switchblader, you want to go ahead and go next? Sure. Um, my my question came from Brian. He lives in Huntington, West Virginia, and his question is: For Switchblader, in your opinion, what do you think is the best and worst match from twenty twenty? A good question. Uh, okay, let me let me go with the worst first. Let me go with the worst. Right. Okay, because been a few of those. Because when I think of the worst, I think of something that was maybe too quick or something just fell off or anything. Just in- No. Did we lose him? Can you hear him, Hades? I think. No, I can't hear I him. I can't hear him either. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can now. Yeah. It's because as soon as I get off the app and I try to do something, it does that. Oh, okay. Well, uh, but, um, go, ahead. go ahead. But um, the worst match I can think of out of 2020, when I say these two people's names, do not get me wrong. I think they are tremendous athletes. They have a lot on their resume as competitors. But the worst match of 2020, I'm going to say, was Goldberg versus Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship. Okay, that, that's a that's a solid okay. pick. But that's a, that's fair, a one. fair one. But I, I honestly thought you were going to say Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar because that one was literally – like, how long was it? It was like two or three minutes. I thought you were going like, to say that. It, it was – it was a total of three minutes, and that was actually my pick for worst match of the year. <laughs> but, but see, here here's the thing, though. I with the with the Drew and Brock match, I understand. Yeah, that match did look, not go as long as everybody was expecting. But here's the thing: the the story building up to it, I could say, was probably good. If it wasn't for the for the if it wasn't for the whole pandemic going on right now where we're messing with a virus and everything then i can i could probably see this match maybe go a little bit longer but for the fact that it went that long that is bad but when it comes to the goldberg and braun match there's nothing there it was just yeah roman roman left because of covid and they put a replacement in who, you know, people were expecting Braun if worse came to worse with with something in the storyline or with somebody in general. But the fact that that match happened and it 
went the way it went. There just there was no story there. I mean, yeah, you could have looked at it maybe a few years ago back then when there was a segment between Goldberg, Braun, and Roman. But other than that, now at in twenty twenty with that, you you need to build your story up. There wasn't really a lot of time to put something good together right there. It was just, hey, I'm gonna spear you. Yeah. Power slam. Maybe try Jackhammer. Doesn't work. Power <laughs> slam again. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, that's okay. It, good, it, it was a bad yeah, Okay, match. yeah, that, that, those are good points. Those are good points. Now, now, what do you think is the best match of 2020? Well, see, that's the thing, though. With the best match of 2020, there's a lot. And, I mean, I've... I've this year, I've tried to keep up with wrestling as much as possible. Last year, 2019, I did here and there try to keep up with it. But 2020, I pretty much, whenever I had time to try and watch matches and see what was good, there's a few AEW ones. There's a couple of New Japan ones, even WWE, and a few Impact, but... I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna go with New Japan for this one, and the only reason why I say this one was probably the best match of 2020 for me, but just with New Japan, would be Okada versus Naito at Wrestle Kingdom 14 for the IWGP and Heavyweight and Intercontinental Title. Oh yeah, that that was uh, earlier on, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, which one was this one? Fifteen. Fourteen. Oh yeah, I know, but the the one that happened uh, a few nights ago what, what, uh, was that fifteen. Yeah, that was fifteen. Yeah, that was fifteen. Oh, okay, so I know that one happened, and I I will agree with you on that one. That was definitely uh, an amazing match for both Okada and Naito, and that certainly. It, Certainly a storybook ending, if you ask me. Because it, it, Naito, we didn't really get to see him hold any gold for very long. And, you know, he always came up kind of short, you know. But then at the end, he was victorious. And, you know, that that's the fairy tale ending right there, if there ever is any. Yes. And, well, it's not just the fairy tale ending right there that made me think that that was the best match. It was the fact that. These two men have main evented to- the Tokyo Dome and Wrestle Kingdom several, well, not several, but a few times where each time Naito had tried to beat Okada on the biggest stage in Japan and to come so close and to then lose, it changes you. It makes you wonder, what do I have to do in order to find a way to beat this man? And finally through all that time and recognition that Naito got from the first match he had with Okada at Wrestle Kingdom, he lost, he left, went to Mexico, he came back with a different attitude, a different mindset. He tried again about a year to two years later came up a little bit short Mm -hmm. but then the third and final time he finally got his tranquilo 
he that's right he became he became in the sense that now they're using it in with New Japan if you held both the IWGP heavyweight intercontinental title you are now known as God yeah yeah exactly and he became the first god well um very good question very good answer by the way switchblader and uh, if you guys have missed it, Wrestle Kingdom 15 was last night. Saw a lot of great matches. Uh, if you guys somehow can go back and take a look, highly suggest it. The Gorillas of Destiny just became the new IWGP Tag Team Champions. And uh, what else? Uh, Kota Ibushi put on a fucking amazing match with Naito. And, of course, him winning the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Champion. Incredible, incredible match. And Will Ospreay and Kazuchika Okada putting on the match of the night. Highly suggest you guys to check it out if you guys can. And again, good good answers, Switchblader. Good answers. Thank you. All right. And uh, now I will be answering mine. I only got one, but that's okay. And Hades, you are you are mentioned in this. Yeah, you're mentioned in it, but it's specifically for me. This one is from Chad, and he just sent the email. He didn't say where he was from. He just sent the email. So, hello, Chad. Hades mentioned a few episodes ago that Z was into energy drinks, specifically Monster. Any other drinks you enjoy, and what's your favorite Monster flavor? Um, I... I I, I got the, I just got the name now, too. Yeah, that yeah, was, I, that's I just fucking got great. I didn't see it until now. <laughs> Funny, Chad. <laughs> but anyway, um, energy drinks, I, I've kind of shied away from it a little bit. I used to be more into them whenever I was in college, but I I still enjoy a few good ones every, every now and then. Um, I really like Bang. They have pretty good flavors and they don't have a lot of the, well, they don't have any sugar and they don't have as nearly as uh, the amount of sodium that a lot of these other energy energy drinks do excuse me and uh, monster I, I love monster but if I'm getting a flavor it has to be one of the ultra ones just so I don't have the sugar and all that jazz, because I'm, I'm looking after myself a little bit, but um, with Monster, they have this really good one called, I think it's called Papillon, or something like that. Yeah, that, yes. God, it tastes a so billion. good. But as for the Ultra ones, my favorite would probably have to be, I think, the Purple Can or the Red Can. Uh, one's called Ultra Red, the other's called Ultra Violet, and they're both really, really good. But again, I I, I kind of shied away from energy drinks. I don't really rely on them as much as I used to. But they're still, I still enjoy a good one, you know. And uh, what were you saying, Hades? It's pronounced Papillion. Papillion. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a flower. Well, whatever it is, it's fucking delicious. I really. I really like the Pacific eh, Punch flavor. Yeah, that, that one's okay. Switchblader, what's yours? 
I'm literally drinking one right now, and it's the original green one. Uh, okay, that nothing wrong with the classic. Is that your favorite? Uh, no, my pretty much really my favorite out of all of them. It is out of the ultras as well, and it's pretty much the blue one. That was like my first one I ever oh, had with, with the ultras. Yeah, those. That's I like it. And, uh, yeah, I think, think that's it. Thank you, Chad, for sending in a lovely question, if that is your real name. And we got one more that we're going to read. We don't really have a lot because we have some for Jake, but he isn't here for this episode. But we're just going to save his fan mail for him whenever his time comes around. And this one is from Burn It Down. From Toronto, Canada. I was scrolling on Instagram and came across a photo of Edge and The Miz beside each other. And the caption read, who is the better heel? What are you guys' thoughts on that topic? Man. Um, I'm going to have to say for... Ah, man. Um, I'm going to have to go with Edge. Because... Like, Edge was more of the aggressive kind of heel, you know? He wasn't... Yeah, sure, he was the egotistical heel for a long time, but, like, he had the... I don't think he necessarily... I don't think The Miz had the anywhere near the aggression level as Edge did. I think that um, what makes a good heel is the aggression, and I... Honestly, I just think that's what makes the heel the best, in a way. Like, yeah, Miz was very hateable and all that and he did a lot of shitty things that you know he of course he wanted you to hate him and you love to hate him but Edge at the end of the day I think he he put the icing on the cake for it uh, Switchblader how about you um I'm gonna have to agree with you through some of those aspects but also when I look at Miz, like, I can see when he does, like, if he was to be a heel, which he is now, but, like, how his heel persona was, it pretty much just was more theatrical with how he was being compared to how others or even Edge in general were heels back then. And... Yeah, he didn't have a lot of aggression. Yeah, here and there you saw him be the like that heel that would you know, go for sneak attacks and try to play dirty to have the advantage in a match or something. But I could see where some of the aspects of his heel is at and how he is when being that. But with Edge, I do see what you're talking about and I do see think Edge also, besides being the best heel, pretty much had the knowledge and the potential to push his character the way he was. That's what gave him also his sense of when he was being a heel. I mean, pretty much when you look at it, he dated nearly every woman pretty much when he was in the business trying to play it off like hey I can use this person to 
get here and guess what? I can get more people to join in if I play the cards right. And that's how I like some heels to be. They try to play the cards right, try to make every move they do make it work and plan it decisively. All right. A few good points there. And glad you agree with me on that one. I can't really, you know, capitalize on what you said. But uh, maybe Hades can. How about you, Hades? <clears throat> so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to disagree slightly. I do think Edge is a great heel, but ba- based off the continuity of the whole show and the storylines, I think Miz was the better one. All right, all right, that's fair. Because yeah, the aggressive heels are always the fun ones to watch. But the mental, egotistical heels are the ones that get the fans up in yeah. arms. Yeah, yeah. Miz, Miz could really. I mean, that guy could produce more heat than a fucking vet. I mean, he just, you know, he he knew how to get heat. Yes, yes, he did. And uh, anything else you want to say? I don't have anything else. Well, uh, thank you for sending in a very lovely question. Burn it down. And that is it for fan mail of tonight. And now we are moving on to our recently created, uh, you know, recently created segment. This is a few moments of shame. And uh, this one has been uh, pretty well received. Pretty well received. A lot. We got a lot of positive feedback from it, so we're gonna keep on going with it. And uh, if you guys don't know, this is our segment where we are basically educating you guys on how to not be a toxic fan, how you can be a good little fan, and how. Uh, I, I wouldn't say we're gonna be. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna be bashing the people that have been causing this toxicity in the wrestling fandom. We're going to bring some justice. We're going to we're going to do our thing. So uh, tonight's hmm. on tonight's menu something that has probably been uh, kind I wouldn't say it's been forgotten but I'll just say it's kind of been resurfaced nowadays. A lot of people have a problem with Nia Jax, uh, most specifically her wrestling skills and whatnot, but people have been saying that she looks like a man and all that. In fact, they have been denying the fact that she is a woman and proclaiming that she has a penis on her somehow. So we're going to be educating you guys on how that is not funny and how that is seriously not okay. And I'll go ahead and go first. First off, I want to say to the people that are uh, suggesting that she is somehow a male and not a female. First off, fuck you. Second off, that is incredibly sexist. And sexism is a horrible smelling perfume. (laughs) But anyway, it's a shame that it has to be like this. It's a shame that men have to 
look at women and they say, oh, my God, if she's tall or if she has some characteristics that uh, normal women don't, they're automatically a man or they're that they got a dick on them or something and all that. Like, it's like it's always got to be, oh, my God, you're a dude and all that. Oh, my God. But isn't that like, I don't know, just to just to it's immature and it's childish and it's just not really funny. It's kind of bland and tasteless. It's not very it. I just don't think it's funny, really. And, and, to, and that's really mean to say. I mean, I get it. Naya isn't your favorite wrestler and all that. And. Maybe she's not as good as Charlotte Flair or Alexa Bliss or Sasha Banks or Trish Stratus or any of these others. And I mean, I know Trish Stratus is old, but you know what I mean. Um, Naya is doing her best with everything that she has. And taunting her is not the way to go. That is not a way to treat someone. Always. Switch player, I'm gonna let you. I'm a. I'm a pass the mic to you for a second. I'm. I'm just. I'm gonna think on this okay. a little more. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, first, let let me just let me get this out of the way. I know y'all probably just heard some in the background, like a noise of like laughter or something. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that was me. I'm not. I'm not trying to laugh or anything with that because this is a serious topic, but. You caught me off guard when you said, like, Nia Jax had a penis and all no, this. And no, when it's you okay. said, I, I thought I caught you off guard a little bit. But I honestly thought it was Hades laughing, but, you know, I don't know. Because the reason why I was laughing, because I could just, <laughs> for some reason. I was the one that suggested That's this. True. I'm not going to laugh. But, you- like, don't. But don't hate me for this, okay? I just, I had, as soon as you said that, for some reason, I had the like a picture in my mind of just Nia Jack going into the woman's locker room and maybe there's like Alexa Bliss or somebody there and out of nowhere she just is like, hey y'all and just a fucking dick just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> They're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Funny visual. Okay. that. Okay. All right. I, I'll give you that one. That was, it was pretty surprising of me to say and it, I, think it did create a funny visual and i will say that it is kind of a funny visual you know and all that uh, a girl having a penis and all that but you know it, it we'll, we'll, we'll break it down more that, that's that's not I, i'm not being sexist oh yeah yeah i know you're not i was i was just you know see even even if she did have a penis what's to say naya isn't a trans woman I mean, there is a trans woman in AEW right now. That's true. Nyla Rose. Oh, yeah. She's fucking nuts. Love Nyla. She's fucking nuts, yeah, and she's her. amazing. But it, but with the actual topic at hand, with, you know, people saying that about her and, you know, people just throwing out them facts and things like that, to say about someone as her or about her is for the fact one, it isn't right. Even though, yeah, we were just joking about it and everything. It is wrongful to be sexist against someone because one, they're, they go, people like that 
go through a lot of things and a lot of people judge them because of the choices or the choice they made Mm -hmm. in that matter. Like say right now, someone came out and said, Hey, I'm gay and I'm proud to be gay. There's going to be some people that are going to support it. And then there's going to be people that are going to not support it because they want to say, Oh, this is not right. It's not cool for this to happen. Well, one, that's your opinion. Mm. Yeah. It's me, but Keep it to yourself, though. Yeah, there's a time and place for it. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody yeah, has that, one, and most of them stink. Classic saying there. And, I mean, I get it. The Me saying that kind of – it was kind of funny, and, you know, it is a funny visual picturing uh, Nia Jax with a penis. But, like, it that it's just funny picturing any female with a penis. Like, it, it's like it would be the same with Ronda Rousey or, or – uh, you know what I mean? It's a funny visual. Oh, you, know? you just like, know. You just know if Rhonda. You just. It's a funny visual. You just know if Rhonda had a big. If Rhonda oh, had yeah, a penis, totally. it would be if, massive. If that were the case, then we'd be able to see it bulging through spandex in UFC or whatever she'd be doing. You know. But the it's point the bro- is. <laughs> the point is. The point is. It's not funny. It's very sexist. And to call someone the opposite gender based on their height or their uh, anything, any characteristics of their appearance, that that's wrong. You, you shouldn't do that. And it's wrong to it's wrong to hate on people for their looks. It, it really is. I mean, I get it. If you think they look like a man, keep that to yourself. But I mean, if you can really do a lot of damage if you're, you know, putting it on. Twitter or you know social media or whatever you know it's just not good. Uh, Hades, what about you? You you have anything to say about this, brother? So I absolutely hate it, and yes, I I was the one that suggested this for tonight. So a lot of the times when someone calls when someone calls someone a man, if someone calls a woman a man. It's usually because they're bigger, they're stronger, they're faster than them, and they're like, well, a woman can't, and it's, it's mm-hmm. a toxic masculinity background. It, it's the thought process, a woman oh, yeah. can't be Absolutely. like that, so she must be a man. I'm stronger than her, so I'm stronger than women, so she must be a man. No, motherfucker, she's just, she's just big and could beat the fuck <laughs> out of you. Exactly. Deal with it. All the women on that fucking ring could beat the fuck out of your skinny pound. Yeah, let's see these marks. Kyle, deal with it. Naya or Ronda or Charlotte. Let let let's see them. Let's see them say it to their face. Let's let's just see that happen. Naya Jax, Naya Jax, intermixed, intermixed in the men's Royal Rumble and beat the fuck out of those guys. Kyle, you don't have shit on her. Shut the fuck up and quit being a bitch. And calling her a man because you want to feel better about yourself. Hades, do you... Everybody knows I'm an asshole. I don't care. (laughs) I'm in Ohio. Uh. You need to send me your address, motherfucker. I'll take you up on that offer. uh, Just want to say we love Naya. We support her. And, And we... We address the fact that she is, in fact, a female. 
and how you guys can be good fans, how you guys cannot be toxic. Do not, I repeat, do not call someone a man just because they have characteristics that may be attributed more to men. It doesn't make them a man, though. It makes them, it it still makes them whatever they are, you know? Even if they're, even if they don't have a gender, even if they don't go by the he or she pronouns, you should still respect their pronouns and their genders no matter what they are because it's important to have it's important to have a thing called decency any of you guys want to put the icing on the cake for this one guys just don't misgender anybody i don't give a fuck what your religious mm-hmm. opinion what your political opinion is you misgender someone, you're automatically a dick that doesn't deserve to have friends or any nice yeah, or yeah, any it's, pleasantries it's thrown thing, at you. It's uh, a one thing. Sit to down do and shut the fuck up. But to purposely do it and to not care about their identity, that's inconsiderate. Like me, I still mess up on some pronouns because I have friends that are transgender or uh, gender fluent, you know, or whatever. And. I mess up sometimes, but that's one thing. That's one thing to, if you're still trying to, you know, uh, get down all, you know, what everyone goes by. That's one thing. But to purposely do it, inconsiderate. And it's unacceptable. All right. And this has been a few moments of shame. Ah, man. You know, the, the, these, these, this segment has really been getting me going, and I feel like segments like these are really going to be just digging deep into me. I, I really feel it. If we don't get hate mail for these, I'm going to be disappointed. You know, Why do you want hate mail? I mean, we, we got to make it equal somehow. I mean, actually, we do get some hate mail. I just don't really... I just don't really air it. What? If I got hate mail, I want you to send it to me as soon as well, possible. Well, I have to see actually. I, I kind of... <sighs> okay, I don't really want to sound like a bitch or anything, but I kind of delete the negative ones just so I don't have to look at it because it, it puts me in a... It backs me into a corner mentally, you know? Uh, but you know what? You know what? We're gonna we'll, oh, we'll figure it. out something to do with the hate mail. We'll maybe we'll have a fans debriefed special on it. Who knows? It would be fun. Maybe maybe we'll oh, do that in the future. Fun. I'll put a pin in it. Put a pin. In it. Man, but oh man, these segments though they really they really dig down deep into me. They they really make me. They bring out the aggression. You know what I mean? They really they make us think. They make us hungry. They make us want some squared circle burgers. Thank you, everyone, for your constant support of this local business of ours. We've been advertising for them for a very long time. And honestly, it's been probably one of the most successful things we've done. If you guys don't know, squared circle burgers is a local business of ours that we've been advertising for a pretty good while. And it is a pro wrestling, boxing, and MMA themed burger restaurant. Beautiful, deluxe, gourmet burgers. Just, oh my God, hang on. Let me pull up a couple here. I know I 
wrote down some new ones. Oh, okay. Yeah, you guys are going to get a kick out of this one. You guys are going to get a good kick out of this one, actually. They released a burger called the Mitch McConnell. And do you guys know what is on the Mitch McConnell? (sighs) No, no, Hades. No, that drink slaps, though. Am I right? But anyway, the Mitch McConnell is a thick, all beef bologna (laughs) burger. With egg, cheese, oh uh, a special cheese sauce. I think it may be beer cheese. I'm not really sure. Don't quote me on that, but some kind of special cheese sauce. Lettuce, tomato, onions, and pickles on Texas toast. And you can get that for $6 or 600 cents. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. They're getting a lot for this. I love that they have. They have a good sense of humor, you know, that, that's a good thing. And there's also the American Dream, named after Dusty Rhodes. And, of course, the Bruiser, the Lariat, Latino Heat, and all the other beautiful burgers that are all across the menu. And if you guys don't want a burger like that, I'm not sure why you would, but if you want something else, maybe you're a vegetarian. Well, they have a black bean burger ready for you. Have any kind of toppings on it. They got a flatbread ham melt. They got fried pickle spears. They got hot dogs, chicken sandwiches, pizza. They literally have everything there. And if you guys want to try this beautiful, just amazing, just I don't even know what to describe. I'm running out of words right now. If you guys want to try the greatest burger place probably in the world, it is called Squared Circle Burgers. It is located on Campbell's Creek Drive in Charleston, West Virginia. You can find them on Facebook. Place a pickup or delivery order. It is 681-205-2538. And that is Squared Circle Burgers. <sighs> that took a little took a little bit of wind out of me. I, I got to get some H2O now. Mm. So when are we trying this place? Well, I'm off on Tuesdays and and Wednesdays if you want to meet up. Well, you are in Ohio. That is kind of close. Uh, When are you coming back to West Virginia, Switchblader? If things go according to plan and everything works out, the soonest you will probably see me is June or July. Okay. All right. I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to hold you to that. My birthday is on the 9th. You should come up and oh, see. Yeah, cool. We should all get together and party. June 9th or July 9th? Oh, June. Uh, June. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Is that Leo? Oh, okay. What, if it was what, in July, what, it would be. Thing? Oh, is that uh, the, the six twins. thing? Gemini, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Gemini. Um, I'm a Scorpio. Capricorn. I don't know if that stuff actually matters or not, but... Switchblade is a Capricorn. It it depends on your thought process. Well, we're going to be 
starting off uh, with our two topics of today. Uh, our first topic being about women's wrestling. We're just going to be talking about the current state of it, some uh, good matches that have happened over the, you know, past few years. Well, actually, I forgot what our topic topics is, were. So we're kind of winging it for that one, but this topic is just women's wrestling. So we we, we talked oh, about movies idea. at the okay. beginning. We could we'll do a movie topic, then. not not wrestling movies, but just you know regular movies. Okay. And uh, well, if you guys have any uh, favorite movies you'd like to tell us favorite wrestling movies or just favorite regular movies or any favorite female wrestlers, some you hate, some that you can't wait to see get a good push, please let us know. Talk is War, Anchor.fm. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, uh, pretty much anywhere you find podcasts. So go find us. Go find us. Oh, yeah. We're easiest to find on Anchor. And, uh, well, let's go ahead and talk about some... Go ahead and talk about the ladies. Talk about some women's wrestling. All right. Um, I got to say, I think All right. one of the best matches that have happened recently had to be between Io Shirai, Charlotte Flair, and Rhea Ripley at the Great American Bash. Or no, 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 no. Sorry. Not the Great American Bash in your house. Is that is that it? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, it was in it was in your house. Back, only time, but it was still an amazing match, and Io Shirai capturing her first NXT Women's Champion, and I I think she's got to be my favorite of twenty twenty, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can talk about it a little more, but I'm a I'm a pass the mic. Uh, Hades, what about you, bro? I actually hold a lot of pride as a feminist myself. I hold a lot of pride in where women's wrestling has gone. And my favorite moment so far has actually been a storyline moment. And it's been Alexa with The Fiend. Because in, year, in years past with the Divas, we never really got to see any of the girls that is, perform with any of the male wrestlers. And, I, and I'm, I really love the fact that they're throwing that out there with Alexa turning heel with The Fiend and going a bit crazy and everything and adding her to that darker storyline that most of the time we would only yeah. see with male wrestlers. I like the fact that they're expanding the oh, storyline yeah. themes with the female wrestlers as yeah, well. Yeah, it's a good thing to be proud of. We certainly come a long way with how we've treated women in the past with wrestling because, I mean, oh, man, it, I, I didn't really, I don't know if it was because I was a kid or I don't know if it was because of the environment I was brought up in, but when we were kids and they used to have the bra and panties matches on SmackDown and all that, like, at the time, we were like, oh, my God, girls, oh, my God, you know? But, like, we didn't see the how that was fucking sexist, you know? Like, Yeah, 
like as as kids, like as as young impressionable preteens to teenagers that we all were, growing up with fathers and everything, we never realized the misogyny yeah, that yeah, we were really so we exposed to with media. Elite level of uh, women's wrestling, you know. back then it wasn't even women's wrestling they you they literally had a misogynistic sexist title for them as well using the divas and it and don't don't get me wrong i i will for the diva belt the diva championship belt will forever be my favorite belt but the fact that they've transitioned over into women's champions and have women's tag team champions and it looks like a regular WWE Raw, SmackDown, and NXT belt with the color match and the WWE on the front of it and the championship title on the front of it rather than yeah. it being a big, gaudy piece of silver with yeah. diamonds yeah. and pink diamonds spelling out Diva on it. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I will say we, and we've had the broad panties matches and all the crazy segments with Sable and Tori Wilson and the, you know, the lesbians and all that. We've, we've had those segments and all that. And we've had that misogyny, but I will say the two that have definitely made it work within that era, they didn't necessarily do a lot of the uh, misogynistic things like that. You know, they usually had them do. But they always put on premier level matches. Had to be add no a little later. China, a little later than that. China I have to say, and the Bella. No, uh, the, a little bit before that actually. I'm gonna have to say Lita and Tris Stratus. Tris, Tris. Did I say Tris? Trish. Oh shit! Yeah, God, it's so hard Trish to say. Her the name. Stratus Trish was definitely. Stratus. It's so hard to say her name because it ends with sh, and then her. Uh, the first letter of her last name is Strat, so it's like Trish Strat. So you have to like, it's weird. Yeah, a little bit. You definitely Trish have to enunciate Stratus. a little bit more. Matthew and Lita, they they had some bomb ass matches, and I loved every single one of them. Especially when they met Raw. That was amazing. oh, I love Trish Stratus. Yeah, I still do. Um, Switchblader. Uh, you have anything to say about women's wrestling as of uh, these days or as of the past? Um, pretty much with like I, just like y'all, I'm happy for the fact that women have now, well, not just now, but a little bit before the hand, were given recognition of being known as women wrestlers. They weren't. They weren't just eye candies to the industry, no matter what company they were a part of. They finally were able to now be able to get their voices heard to show that they can be competitors and put on amazing matches. Because, I mean, when the when it first started with the whole women's revolution – and even beforehand, like the matches that stuck out to show that women's wrestling was to be taken serious was one with Lita and Trish 
they were, I would want to say, the pioneers that started it a little bit. And then later on when it built up to where they finally got their words out a little bit more, it would be with Sasha against Bailey back when they were in NXT. And then moving forward. Oh, great matches. Great matches. Yep. And to just see. Oh, well, totally. Let's not forget about I love Paige matches. I, the probably one of the best ones I saw was with her against Nikki Bella for the WWE. Oh my God, that's of one of my course. favorite women. I like it as well. Ever. It's one of my favorites going into women's wrestling as well, and that's why I, I admire women's wrestling to where it is now compared to how it was back then it's just like y'all when you were a kid and you saw women on WWE or something you instantly were thinking oh my god look at these beautiful women oh my gosh just look at them look at this (laughs) yeah I I know none of us can deny that when a lot of the wrestling games came out there were rumors that in yeah, some of them I, I, you could rip I, the shirt off of the female wrestlers it, in those I games. I, I know I none of us can deny that we tried it. SmackDown versus Raw, the, the first game for the PlayStation 2, and I was so excited because I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to get to see Stacey Keebler or or Sable. I'm going to get to see one of them, you know, without their clothes. How? And I didn't think that why, – why would they allow that in a video game, especially made for – you know, kids and stuff. <laughs> Why would they do that? And I didn't stop and think then. And I, I remember trying for so long and, and just never worked. And it uh. never worked. But it was one thing we all tried yeah. because or, we were all hormonal kids, idiot know. teenagers. And see, we've all grown with with this industry, we've all grown with it and actually have been able to watch the Diva Championship go into the Women's Championship and the women change the face of wrestling. Well, you know, it, it has certainly been revolutionary, I will say. We, we, uh, we've certainly come a long way, and I'm, I'm really proud of it. I'm really proud that wrestling has come this uh, just such a long way from all the misogyny and all the the sexism and all the inequality you know i'm really glad that we've strayed to something much bigger something much more meaningful and uh well that's pretty much all i have to say uh you guys have any uh you know closing words for this segment or this topic, good Yeah, yeah, here's the hope. Don't let history repeat itself. And uh, Switchblader? Pretty much just, I'm glad women's wrestling is at this point, and hopefully let's keep it that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't see any reason why we should turn back, but, you know. All right. Well, you know, politics. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, it's all heading in the right direction, so we might get it to stay there. We might not. It's just, just stick around for it. 
And, yeah, if you guys have anything to say about women's wrestling, feel free to send us a voice message or, you know, any kind of regular message, an email of some sort. And, uh, well, we're going to go ahead and take a little break. Going to go to commercial. And uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about movies. And then we're going to be doing our special watch along. So be sure to stay tuned for that. And, uh, well, we'll be right back. All right. Welcome back, Warriors. Thank you for sticking around, or at least for those who decided to stick around. And it is us again, uh, Alpha Z and, of course, Virginia's finest, Mr. Goatee, Switchblader, and Ohio's most wanted, this is Hades, and... It kind of scares me how true that statement might be. Yeah, yeah. Ah, and we're just having some fun. And now we're going to be talking about another topic. Before we get into more wrestling, we're going to be doing a casual kind of topic. We're going to be talking about some movies, some of our favorites, um, some that we've seen recently, you know. And, uh, yeah, you guys want to, you know, have something to share with us, please let us know. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say. And who wants to go first? I'll go. So, my all-time favorite movie ever is Jurassic Park. Oh, good good choice. Good choice. Now, are you talking about the series as a whole or like a specific movie? The the series as a whole, although I think the old ones are a lot are better than the newer ones. All right. And um, I'm guessing you're a fan of Chris Pratt. I think that's his name. In Jurassic World, yes. In Guardians, no. Yeah, that's that, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I those are those are good movies, and of course, Steven Spielberg is one of, one of his greatest creations. Steven Spielberg is one of the best directors Hollywood has ever had. Oh, I, I think he's up there as number one. It's got to be. I mean, at least somewhere. Technically, number one based off ratings would be Hitchcock, but Spielberg comes in at second. I like Hitchcock movies. Love Alfred Hitchcock. And um, uh, Hades, or, no, no, sorry, Switchblader. What about yours? Any favorite movies? Um, well, one of the new franchises I like is the John Wick franchise. I like how that, how that whole series is. I've never seen them, but I heard they're really badass. I know he cried at the end of Endgame. Shut up. (laughs) We're not going to talk about that moment, okay? That moment. Uh... It has been two, it has been two years, coming on three, Spoiler warnings are no longer a thing for that movie. Yeah, that's true. I, under, I understand it. It's just it's sad. Okay, it it hurt me. It hurt everyone, man. It I, it was. I remember us mentioning, uh, uh, what was it? Not Endgame, but Infinity War during the uh, the uh, egg challenge. And uh, yeah, I, I, someone I, we I, I don't know who said it first, but we all said, "Mr. Dark, I don't feel so good." <laughs> I said it first, and then y'all fucking followed. 
Uh, I, I love Marvel movies too, but I've never seen the John Wick franchise. Is I don't Marvel? even. I don't even know what started that fucking thing. Yeah, no, John Wick is a uh, DC universe. Is it really? No, no, John Wick is owned by a company called uh, Black Horse. Oh, okay. I was about to say I, I thought he wasn't in the DC same, or Marvel. Same company. Same company who does Hellboy. Oh, okay. All right. Um, honestly, I, I think, oh, wait, 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 Switchblade, do you have any other favorite movies besides the John Wick franchise? Um, apart from them, uh, um, I love me some Pirates of the Caribbean. I love me that. That's a good one. Good series. I'm still pissed at Warner Brothers. We're not talking about that. I, I haven't seen any of the newer ones. Uh, I think one of them is called Dead Men Tell Tale or something. Uh, no, no. The newest one, the newest one that came out, the last one that Johnny was in is Dead Men Tell No Tales. Yeah, that's it. Dead Men Tell No Tales. And I haven't seen that one yet, but I love Pirates of Caribbean. Caribbean, Whatever, however you say it, but, you know. See, I hear, I hear Caribbean, but I know they're taught they're referring to the Caribbean. So I've always pronounced it Caribbean. So if so. you say Pirates of the Caribbean, it's like, oh, okay. I just think of the fucking uh, uh, a, a cruise ship or something, some kind of performance. But then I then I hear Pirates of the Caribbean, and then I'm like, whoa, <laughs> you know, like, um. I have too many favorites, honestly. I I love movies. I've, I I just love movies. I have such a passion for them. But if I have to pick, uh, I, I have to pick two classics that I love, and that would have to be Rocky and The Goonies. Ooh, The Goonies was actually one of the first movies I ever watched that I can remember. I love The Goonies. That's another great Spielberg film. Yeah, yeah, I, for, I totally forgot Spielberg. Spielberg directed that one. I I used to have it on VHS and I had it on DVD too. But I I just love love that movie. I never get tired of it. Have you ever seen it, uh, Switchblader? What? The Goonies. Hell yeah! Oh man, that I movie. Say, I think I forced it. I don't remember, but I think I forced him to watch it when we were in college. Really? Dude, I, I watched it when I was a little kid. It's such a good movie. Corey Fieldman and all of them. Yeah. Dude, and that was Josh Brolin's first movie. Yeah, I hate when people say, Josh Brolin, you mean Frodo? No, motherfucker. <laughs> or no, no, wait. I wait, mean wait, Josh wait. Brolin, Mike. No, that's, that's, a, that's a, um, Sean Astin. Yeah, yeah, my Josh, bad. My no, bad. Cool. Uh, Josh Brolin was uh, Cable from Deadpool, and I forgot what other movie he was in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot what mo- other movie he was in, but he was uh, Mikey's older brother. I think his Brand or something like that. Brand? Brand. Or is it Brad? It, Brad. It's Brand. Is it Brand? Is it Brand? Yeah, a, I I ne- I have never heard of anyone else named. Hang on, let me look it up real quick just to. Uh, 
Let me see. Oh, okay. It is brand. So I'm guessing his... Uh, okay, that makes sense. So his name must be Brandon or something like that. Because I remember there's also a character named Steph. And, I mean, that, that obviously means her, her name was Stephanie. Um, I, now, I don't, I don't, I'm not the one to point out the racism that was, uh, apparent back then, but come on, the Asian kid named Data, really? How did he sign off with, how was he okay with, how was he okay with that? I mean, he was one of the coolest. He probably, he probably wasn't. His parents just like, ooh, big paycheck. Probably, but like, if they're like, ooh, big paycheck, yeah, let's definitely do this. Like, I, I still feel like the kid could have definitely said, oh, okay, he's he's a pretty cool character. He's got the gadgets, you know. I could see that. But come on, really? They had to call him Data. That's like putting it was a, like it was Asian, a Star that's Trek. That's like putting an Asian kid in in some kind of movie and naming him Computer. Or something like that. That's just fucking racist. Spielberg worked on Star Trek too, and it's a Star Trek metaphor. What? Data. Is it? Yeah. Data in Star Trek was an Asian robot, and Data in Goonies is an Asian smart kid that wants to be a robot. Oh. That's why he's got all them gadgets. <laughs> It all makes sense now. <laughs> and all this time, I thought he was being racist. Uh, my bad. My, I, I apologize. I, I'm so sorry, Steven Spielberg or Warner Brothers or whoever I might have offended there. I, you know what? I think, I, I don't know. It, it just kind of makes sense to me at first. Like, oh my god, that's racist, racist as fuck. I mean, data the Asians, you know, but. Um, definitely a classic. Definitely a classic. I love that movie. And Rocky, um, a lot of wrestlers' favorite movies, but I love that movie solely for the reason that it is uh, a Cinderella story, but just in kind of a different genre, you know? And I'm a huge Sylvester Stallone fan. So, uh, love Rambo, you know? And uh, The Extendables. And so forth. All right. Uh, anything else you guys want to say about some uh, movies? One movie I recently watched and loved was the new uh, the new Shark Boy and Lava Girl movie. The new one. Yeah. There's a new one. It's on Netflix. It's uh, it's something heroes, and. It's it's literally about them hand their kids becoming heroes. What? Like there's there's a there's a bunch of there's a bunch of heroic characters, and it's about their kids becoming superheroes. Hold on, hold on. Let me look. Let me look this up. Let's see here. Let me see what's here. And it, I, I, it's from the writers okay. of Spy Kids and Shark Boy and Lava Girl. We can and be. And I grew up with those movies. It's called We Can Be Heroes. Shark Boy yeah. and Lava Girl 2 in parentheses. <laughs> okay. 
So is it We Can Be Heroes or is it Shark Boy and Lava Girl 2? I don't know why they couldn't just decide it, on one it's title. Called we, it's called We Can Be Heroes, but when it was originally pitched, everybody thought it was going to be a Shark and Lava Boy sequel with Max and everything. Wow. Well, I can't wait to check that out. I'm definitely going to check that out. Shark Boy and Lava Girl is definitely a fucking classic if there ever was one. Especially for Disney. It doesn't have it does not have Taylor in it. Oh, I don't care about Taylor Longer. I mean, come on. But still. Um I try I'm trying to think of one I saw recently that really opened my eyes. I, I mean I just got finished with I, I just got finished um watching I know it's not a movie, but uh it's an anime. It's called um uh, fucking Death Note. I I just finished that and all that, and I've been watching anime more. But I know I've seen a couple movies recently. I'm just trying to think. I can't. Um. Oh, I saw this one called The House Bunny. Have you ever seen that movie? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's to to where the Playboy Bunny becomes a sorority yeah, girl yeah. and everything. And, I mean, it's from 2008, so it's kind of it, the the. The comedy is kind of outdated a little bit, but yeah, that comedy didn't yeah, age well. But it's still, it's still a pretty good movie. I think it aged. Uh, it, besides the comedy and the jokes and all that, it didn't age pretty well. But besides that, it 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 was it's pretty decent of a movie from two thousand eight. Like the comedy didn't age well but the movie held up pretty nicely and it's got a it's got a really nice story to it and uh yeah that's that's all i can think of uh, right now um we're going to be talking about movies more though uh, especially since i'm coming out with a podcast very very soon covering movies and no this was not a segue for it i just totally forgot i've been working on that so yeah I don't know when I'm gonna have it. I'm, I'm still, I'm still working on Hades War Room, trying to figure out how I want to yeah, run I it. Yeah, we'll get it figured out. And Switchblader, I, are you gonna have your own separate podcast? I'm currently, I'm currently working on it now. I'm still trying to think of what I want to do. Like I'm trying to think, like because the way I'm planning on doing it is kind of having to be like a mixture of gaming and anime like i'll probably do maybe a couple of mixtures of like characters rap battling like epic rap battles of history oh. but doing like the voices of each character or trying to get someone oh to... like uh like uh kind of like epic rap battles of history yeah kind of like cool. that That'd be but, cool. shout out to erb but, yeah yeah but apart from that i'm pretty much going to be going into like discussions with maybe a certain anime that I've looked into or maybe a game that people have had interest in and just snowballing it from there. Well, we'll get it figured out. And uh, I'd love to be on uh, on that podcast with you as a guest. And I will be on Hades War Room as well. And I'll have you guys on mine. Not sure what I'm going to call it yet, but still working out the schematics and all that, but I'll let you guys know. Mine's going to be all-encompassing. We're going to talk about everything pop culture related from video games to, from video games to comics. Well, that's exciting. 
can't wait to see how that goes. The board games and everything in between. All right. Well, uh, do you guys have anything to say about our uh, upcoming podcasts, our solo ones, or any else of our other side projects we got going on? Or, you know, if you want to tell us about your favorite movies, if you want to tell us about your favorite wrestling matches, anything, please let us know. We would love to have some more communication with the Warriors. And now we are at the end of the show. We are going to be concluding this show with a special watch-along. All right. So we're going to try and make this a regular thing where we have a special watch-along. You guys at home or wherever you may be can watch this match with us while we commentate and give our thoughts and whatnot. And uh, this one is the Usos versus the New Day for the SmackDown Tag Team titles in a street fight on SmackDown Live. And this is from 2017, so it was a little bit of that. But I, I, are you dying, my friend? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm sorry. Switch plate or get some yeah, get water. Yeah, get some water, bro. Get, get some of that H2O. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hitting the green. Oh, okay. I heard he was in the poll first, and I was like, you good? that's kind of, that's kind of yeah. TMI for his podcast, bud. You good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. All right, all right, cool. Well, uh... And this is why I eat edibles. <laughs> so, uh, right now we are watching uh, Usos versus New Day, a street fight, and uh, we have... We have it stopped at the one minute and 50 seconds mark because that is a few seconds before the bell rings. So uh, those of you at home, if you want to watch along with us, easily accessible on YouTube and have it ready at one minute and 50 seconds. We're going to start here in just a minute. And uh, yeah, I I was thinking we could do this more regularly where we could each vote or maybe each of us get a turn, you know, picking what match to watch, you know, whether it's from New Japan or Impact or WWE or AEW or whatever, you know. We're not drinking for no, this. No, we're one, not. Right? We actually had a we we actually thought of before making it a drinking game, but we're gonna wait until we have everyone together for that and to where we don't have any plans, to where we don't regret it. You know, like if we have work the next day, we're not gonna go in hungover as shit and like uh, and all that, you know. Oh, the the one that we went the one that we decided on when we were gonna do the drinking game would have ended would have put most of us oh, in the fucking hospital. No doubt, no doubt. Like 2014 fucking chamber match? Hell yeah. no. We decided on that before, but then we shifted gears to just doing a regular watch along. So, Okay, you guys ready? As I'll ever be. All right. Switchblade, are you ready too, bro? Hopefully this works. Did, did Switchblade say something? I can't hear him. I can't hear him. Yeah, either. yeah, I'm here. Hold on. Oh no! Wait a minute. Oh no. Okay. All right, I'm there. I don't know if this is gonna work because I'm currently recording and and gonna try to watch it on my phone. It should so. work, but we'll we'll figure it out. Okay. If you guys can't hear my commentary, that's why. Okay, we are at the one minute and fifty second mark, and we are pressing the play button right about. Now. All right. 
Referee has rung the bell, and this one, oh, shit. All right, this one is underway. Damn, I, yeah. didn't, expect, I didn't expect such a such a fast pace right there. Damn, I've, I've always loved the New Day and the Usos, I got to say. I love their, oh, they're going under the ring. Oh, they're getting the table. Damn, all right, this is pretty yeah. early. Already getting a table. Oh, see, I now, always, now, I've always love the aggression that they bring out whenever it, it, it's time to show it. You know, he just Send did a spot. Ah, he damn! Did. Oh, damn! That backdrop, though. Damn, dude, that can't feel good, man. I, I've always winced at stuff like that. And into the ring post. I still can't tell the Usos apart. Is that bad? Uh, no, I mean, because, I mean, here and there you can kind of spot the difference, but sometimes you can't. Man, and, and this is whenever uh, the Usos were fresh into their heel run. And this is whenever they were doing the whole Uso penitentiary thing. Yeah. Oh, okay, and now they're doing—they're showing what happened during the commercial break. Biggie getting slammed into the stairs and into the, into the chair, and getting a chair uh, smacked into his back. <laughs> oh, Biggie, nice reversal. It was going for that running hip attack. Oh, going for the big ending chair. Oh my God, that was beautiful. It was. Innovative teamwork by the Usos. Always love their teamwork. Damn, what aggression. What innovative tag team offense. Wait, how long was this match? I don't know. Oh, shit. I'm getting an ad. Okay, go ahead and pause it, everyone. Go ahead and pause it. I'm too. All right. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and have it paused right now. I'm at the four minute and five second mark and Hades oh, just man. texted me as I suspected it's not going to let me watch it and record it at the same time and now I can't hear you ah shit okay can you hear us now Hades you can't hear us I don't think you can um, alright well this was fucking botched well, hold on. What is he using? Is he using like his phone, or is he using? I think he's using his phone. I'm not really sure. Okay, okay. He left. He just left. He should be coming back. Hang on. Let me invite him. All right. Sorry about this, Warriors. Trying to get this fixed. <laughs> There we go. So I don't think it's going to let me watch and record at the same time. Yeah. For real? Are you using your phone? That's the only thing I have to use. Okay, do this. Like, go to your home screen. Like, off the app. Then go to YouTube. Okay. Click on the mm-hmm. video, and then as soon as, you, as soon as you do it, when you click click the home button, 
and it should drag the video down to your bottom screen to where it's like a little mini screen. Yeah, my and then my phone that, don't do that. Your phone does. Oh shit! Shit! Oh wait, 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 See, wait, wait! Hold on. Let me let me try this. <laughs> Got it. We'll figure this out. Well, I don't. I don't care how long this takes. We'll get it figured out. He said no, that didn't work. Oh shit! Okay, I didn't realize he texted. Damn it. Okay. Um. Okay. Let me go ahead and let Hades know. We'll just have him for the last part of the show. So he might have to sit this one out. At least this part. All right. All right. Let me text him real quick. All right. All right. Sit this part out. I'll invite you. Wait. What? Dude, I'm probably not going to be able to do it. How come? Because my phone is at 2% right now, and even though I'm charging it, it's still dying. Ah, shit. All right, let's let's just go ahead and... Let's go ahead and end the show right here. This was kind of botched, so we're gonna make the we're gonna make this up a little like in into another episode. I don't know if we're gonna watch this exact match, but we'll we'll get it figured out. Get it figured out. Um let me go ahead and have him disconnect. Uh hold on. There we go. Okay, I'm going to have him disconnect, and then I'm going to invite him back so we can go ahead and close the show. Sorry about that, Warriors. Unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, we can't carry out this special watch-along. But uh, to make it up to you guys, next episode, we're going to be doing another watch-along. I don't know if we're going to be doing the same match, but we'll, we'll get it figured out. And, okay, Hades is back. All right, so just going to do this another time, but we'll go ahead and just close the show, say some closing words, you know. Sorry about that, Warriors, but, you know, some things some just, things just don't know. work out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, let's not, let's not end it so pessimistically, though. We'll, we'll, we'll there's always next. Yeah, well, we can try it again next week. Yeah, maybe we can do the, maybe we can do the drinking. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> So, oh, sorry hey. about that, Warriors, if you were getting comfortable with it. But if you guys want to go ahead and check out the match, go ahead and uh, tell us what you guys think about it. Because we highly suggest you watch it anyway. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, we'll keep you guys updated on the uh, next fresh, hot, new episode. And, you know, maybe we'll have another watch along. Let's hope so. Let's hope it works. And uh, that's all I have to say. Uh, you guys have anything else to say before we close the show here? Um, do you have anything? I do not. Thanks for watching, guys. Yeah, thanks for watching. Sorry about the botched ending, but we'll we'll get it figured out. And uh, well, from Alpha Z and Hades. Thank you guys for joining us for this episode with the botched ending and we will see you next time.